Hi everyone, welcome to Conference Call, your official unofficial guide for the Europa Conference League by Babagol. I'm Yossi Medina, editor-in-chief and writer in Babagol, and this week, after he was absent last week, he returns to us. Eden Roy Fab, our European football expert, is back and he's live from Toronto, Canada. How are you, Eden? I'm great, Yossi, thank you. Just enjoying my vacations. But still, even though I'm very far away from, from Europe, last week on Thursday, I still followed the Conference League, watched the games. I just can't miss it. You can't miss it, actually. There is any, any special attention for it in Canada or just you try to look for some official, unofficial streams? There is absolutely nothing about it, um, especially not where I was, which was in Calgary on Thursday. So that's not really a soccer football city, but uh, maybe in Toronto, it's a bit better, but still definitely looking for unofficial streams. Actually, I don't remember if there are any Canadian players in the conference league. So I'm checking now the, the uh, national team squad and I'm looking for, yeah, uh, Liam Miller playing for Basel. Yeah, from Basel, I think yes. He, I think he's the only one right now in the squad. Yes. Yeah, he's 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 the only representative in this competition. But the Canadian players are all over European football recently. Champions League, Europa League. It's a very promising time for for the Canadian football and of course the national team. Uh, so it's definitely exciting. But it's still not really a part of uh, you know it's not really on TV or anything. But we'll hope that that will improve in the future. So those from Canada who are listening to us, you're all invited to follow the Conference League. You don't know that you are missing the best competition in the world. So, Eden, you haven't been here last week, so I think you don't remember. Maybe you need some refresh. What we are talking about? So sure. this week we are covering <laughs> we are covering Match League 4. Um, we'll have, as usual, our games to watch. We will discuss a potential surprise and the people, the players you should follow. This week we are with match day four. So if you missed something last week, it's the same match day again. Same games, yeah. but in the reversed order. The traditional group stage uh, planning, we always, we grew up with the fact that match day three and four are the same, even though. It switched in recent years that it's uh, one and six and not one and five, but three and four is always stays the same. Mm -hmm. And this time it's a bit different because we are playing the same matches within a week. Usually we have international breaks, we have two week break between uh, these match days. No time to to rest. You play them against uh, against the, the same clubs on Thursday and this Thursday. So I think it's the must. The, the closest thing to the qualifier rounds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's just no no time. You know, you also have a league game uh, on Sunday or Monday for, for most teams in the middle. So it's just so packed and, and busy, right? And flights as well. So it's it's just crazy right now. And teams need to, need to prepare. They need to... Um, you know, involve their whole squads, rotations, 
and and now it's the money time as well so we, we're seeing how the groups shape up now a team really knows okay we need to win today in order to 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 advance so it's it's all out now yeah 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 so so let's let's move on to our matches and you have a really special pick for your games to watch which is actually games yeah. more than one yeah, yeah so uh, for me group G and I'm talking about both games on group G the group that we have Balkany Siva Sports Slavia Prague and Cluj um, in case you didn't notice or, or our listeners didn't notice it's all even the the points they all have four points their record one win one draw one loss the goal difference is Is at zero for everyone the only thing that that uh, shapes the group into a certain you know one two three four is goals scored so that's why balcony are our first clues are last it's very symmetric and I think that it's interesting because we we rarely see groups shape up like this after three game sorry three yeah. games because normally in in we know it from the Champions League and You have uh, uh, you know the top teams the rich teams and sometimes the smaller teams it almost never happens that a group shapes up to be so even yeah uh, we, we see it also in other groups in the conference league even but here it's all balanced that is what so so great in this competition both one clubs and put four clubs are all in the same level everyone can win everyone so you Yeah, and we mentioned last week the match of Balkany and Siva Sport, which was a massive match, really. Yeah. Yeah. A 4-3 win for Balkany. Well, that was a complete insane. Uh, last week when Uri mentioned it, uh, I said that uh, playing in Kosovo is, is difficult. So if that what happened when Siva Sport hosted the match, I don't want even to imagine... What will happen when Balkany will host their match in Pristina? And the Fadel Vokri Stadium is one of the, I would say, uh, uh, must uh, hostile. I don't know if it's hostile, actually. But teams wouldn't get the points easily. Yeah. So it's also, it's, it's, it's also a must-visit must uh, <laughs> more than anything. But I think that Balkany shows that also away from home, they're good. Which we did not expect from them but, but of course at home they would be very very dangerous and I, you know I don't think I don't think the odds are high that the the group would continue to look this way to stay so even uh, towards match day five and six but how cool would it be if it would I I certainly hope so but again I also think that for the um, Cluj and Slavia it's gonna be a huge game after Cluj won we, we remember Slavia are hosting the final they just cannot afford themselves to to drop out in the group stage and, and we need to remember how important it is to win this kind of matches because if the if it will be tied in the end eventually the head of head the, to head a balance will decide who will qualify and So it's yeah. not only just about getting points it's about also getting better than your opponents winning or losing could be 
crucial for the last rounds. Yeah, and, and you don't need to say it because when a group looks like this, you know, we're, we have three games and everything starts from zero. Everything, every game is crucial. Every game is massive. And we, we are basically starting a group like, you know, like nothing happened in the first three games. It's now a small group for three games that the teams need to need to perform. And you said it there. We, we can say that they're they're even. Uh, which we did not expect at, at at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's kind of uh, things we like in this competition, really. Uh, so throw your pick. I will move on to my pick. Um, it's it's we we need to put an alert alert before this uh, game because there are many it's many use of Swedish accent. So be prepared. Oh, the, the uh, Swedish is is a whole is a whole topic so we are talking about if you read it in english you say your gardens but it's no it's your garden uh, they are hosting ghent and this group is i think one of, of my favorite groups because we have these two, two teams also modern shamrock rovers really great matches in every week and this uh, group is led by Joe Golden, which uh, had seven out of nine points until now. Uh, but I want to focus the last two matches because the, the wins were massive. In March 2 they defeated Morda, uh, winning goal in the 91st minute by Joel Lasoro. Really great result. Uh, in the last week, they defeated again to 1-0. So now they have two important wins in the race to the next stage. The Belgians are getting in a bit more complicated situation because if they want to reach the next stage, they must win this match. They will look, uh, of course, uh, on the result of Morden, Shamrock Rovers, what will, be what will happen there. Um, and something that's worth mentioning uh, in this match, except for the really interesting game, the local fans, the Euro Golden fans, uh, they made amazing show to support their club in Belgium last week. Every home match in Sweden is carnival, really. Uh, and this time they are hosting in the Teletvo Arena in uh, Stockholm. <laughs> you you got you, impressed. You, you made you made your Swedish homework. Yeah, of course. We have. I, I know that at we know at least one Euro Golden fan that will be will appreciate. Of course, and, and uh, I th I think in their in their own uh, slang, uh, the team is also nicknamed just in a shortened version Jurgen. So we've talked about Jurgen in pre in a previous episode about their fans. They're so colorful. They they put on shows, and it's just so nice to see. Also, their colors are very nice. Uh, they have like unique colors: the blue, the yellow, and the red together. So unique combination. And actually, they had a very very. They're also running for the Swedish Allsvenskan title, uh, but they lost to Haken one nail in in a head to head game one versus two. On Sunday, so their their title hopes are just a little bit now dented, 
but they they also run for 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 a title and they just have an amazing season yeah 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 so so it's going to be interesting and this is a time to move on to our next part the potential surprise actually i would say it's difficult to pick surprises this week because as we said we saw the same matches last week uh, nothing could be surprising and so so i may i will make a short pick because in the last week it was a surprising result uh, i'm talking about the match between fcsb and silkebor uh, the dens have thrashed fcsb uh, last week 5 nil. Uh, i think it's an unexpected result uh, and therefore any result in this match day could be an upset because if silkebor win they have a double win against such a European football powerhouse like FCSB. It could be an early exit for FCSB, actually. And of course, if the Romanians will win, a quick recovery, the race for the second place might be open again. We know that in this in the other match in this group, Anderlecht will play against West Ham. And so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting race for the second place, no matter what will be. Uh, the result in this match. Yeah, it's a, it's f- even funny to see that FCSB and CFR Cluj are bottoms of their group as of now. So Romanian football uh, doesn't like this look. They they really they really have a, a massive game week ahead of them for FCSB even more so because we see how the the group shaped up. Uh, they need to win at home against Silkeborg, no doubt about that for for them. But Silkworks showed us on Thursday just how unpredictable this competition could be. Yeah, yeah, and we talked last week uh, when we spoke about uh, CFR Cluj. The Romanian sides usually have great summer. They are uh, doing a great uh, qualifying campaigns, but usually in the group stage they are having sleepy results. I would say. Yeah. yeah. But still, and, there is time. There is time to fix it for, for for both of them, and for FCSB, they they must feel embarrassed by the result, and the nothing is uh, lost in this group. We you know we, maybe we could think that West Ham could maybe go on and win five six games here, and keep the group between Anderlecht, Silkeborg, and FCSB. So there's a lot to play for still. You know what? I, I missed after the last match. I didn't saw what? any comment from Gigi Beccali. <laughs> I, I think he made he made it. I wouldn't be surprised that he made a comment. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't see something. I didn't look for the for his comment. That might be interesting. I would say if he will lose again. I didn't hear anything. But you know that things are very bad if Gigi Bacali doesn't have anything to say. If he is lost for words for such a result, it means it was a very bad result. Uh, yeah, he had something to to say. Of course, uh, okay. Yeah, he told us uh, circus actors, or he's going to circus to left for circus. I don't know. I don't speak Romanian really well. Uh, so yeah, he made a comment quickly, actually, as usual. Uh, the, yeah, so the, the, that the is the show of Bacali. 
yeah, the less GG talks, maybe it's more scary for FCSB players and coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's time for the interesting characters, uh, the players that we would like to follow this week. Eden, who did you pick? Mm. So my character to watch is the legendary Hearts goalkeeper, Craig Gordon, the Scottish goalkeeper. He kind of flies under the radar for some reason, but Craig Gordon has been with us since almost like forever, it feels, right? He's almost 40 years old now, and he had a great season last year. He was shortlisted to the uh, Scottish FA Player of the Year Award. Didn't win it eventually, but still it shows you that he's still a top player. He still plays for the Scottish national team. We've seen, you know, kind of like returning to be a very, very decent European uh, team. So it's, it's, it's really amazing. Greg Gordon, uh, he grew up in Hearts in, in the late 90s. And he kind of like, you know, rose up uh, in their ranks in the beginning of the 2000s. And then we had, uh, you know, the that weird ownership of Vladimir Romanov, the Lithuanian era of hearts. They had all these Lithuanian players, if you remember that. So he's been with us fighting for the championship. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had a good run. They all, they played in the champions league qualifiers in 2006. So it was a very um, crazy times over there in Edinburgh. And, um, but Craig Gordon moved on, moved to Sunderland, moved to Celtic. And now he's back in Hearts. Uh, he returned two years ago when they were in the championship. They got relegated, and he helped them return to uh, to the first division. And he's he's just aging like fine wine, as they say. And Hearts are back in 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 Europe after a few years, first ever group stage. Uh, I, I think it's it's amazing to see Craig Gordon still in goal. And this week, they play uh, at Fiorentina, away in Italy. They lost 3-0 in Scotland, but now away. It's going to be a very, very tough game, obviously. And we saw uh, Fiorentina against RFS in the first game week that ended 1-1 in, in Artemio Franchi. And the RFS goalkeeper, Pavel Steinbors, had a great game. So we can expect Craig Gordon... To also need, he will have a busy, busy day at work, uh, probably. Hearts are not a really strong team, so it will be. It could be great to see maybe Craig Gordon put on a show, and maybe he could, you know, get a point for Hearts at Italy. It will be amazing. Maybe. Meanwhile, I checked. He is not forty years old yet. He will celebrate his birthday in December yeah. 30, 31, which means that if Hearts will qualify to the next stage. Uh, he will play the age of 40. Uh, there are only three players in the history, the long history of the Conference League, uh, that were over 40 years old that played in the competition. Only one has did it last, uh, this year, Alan Menos, the goalkeeper of Shamrock Rovers. Uh, the other two uh, in the last year, uh, leg two legendary players, really legendary. The, the first... Thomas Hoopsman, the Czech, mm. uh, played for Jablonets. The second one, he, he did it 
22 days after his 40th birthday, the one and the only Lika Schiaro from Gibraltar playing for Lincoln Red Imps last year against Slovan Bratislava. Um, so uh, I think Ray Gordon is in a, a small, decent group uh, of uh, oldies, I would say. Some, some great names we see, uh, actually, not only the Conference League, we see it only uh, also in the Europa League. Players in the age of 39, 40, and 41. And yeah, uh, the career is never ending. Yeah, actually. I, I, it is a recent trend, I think, that with the development of, of medicine, technology, awareness of, of, of uh, an athlete's body that we have, not only in football, but but also in football, that careers are much longer. Uh, players take care. They eat well. They train well. So I like this trend. I like seeing these names that we remember for so many years ago still going on. Thomas Hubschmann used to play for Shakhtar Donetsk back in, in the day, maybe 17, 18 years ago. It's amazing to see these players still going on. It's it's more common for goalkeepers, as, as we know, historically. Um, but And Craig Gordon, he also has a, an interesting part of his career that he actually... Uh, he didn't play at all be- for two years between 2012 and 2014. And he decided to rest, uh, let some injuries heal. So it was almost like a sabbatical. And maybe that also contributed to his um, to his ability to now, like, you know, get a second wind and, and continue the second part of his career going strong into his 40s. So that's also an interesting career choice that not many make. Yeah, it's interesting because players now are more aware for uh, the hard schedule, the fourth matches, uh, maybe too many matches, too much matches, but to still see players that want to play in every game and don't want to miss a minute. Uh, taking such a decision to, to take a break of two years, I don't think that we, are, we will see many players that uh, take such a decision. That, as you said, it, it made his career longer, probably. Yeah, it, it, it could be a risky decision. You know, if you don't play for two years, then teams might look at you afterwards and say, maybe he's not in this level anymore. We didn't see him play in this level. So it's a gamble. Uh, <clears throat> paid off for Greg, for Craig Gordon because he signed for Celtic after that. So he he impressed in, in, in training. Uh, in workouts, he he showed that he's still good. Obviously, you still need to take care of your body for the two years that you're off or the year that you're off. You can't just lay down. You still need to train, work hard, and and not lose your your focus and abilities. Um, but that that is a unique unique choice by Craig Gordon that he made. I, I don't know if he planned it or you know it became uh, a thing that uh, just turned out to be that way because of injuries and, and all that. But, um, yeah, kudos to him, and we are very excited to see him in our competition this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, now I'll move on to my pick. Uh, I was talking about Mikhail Ishak. What a pick that is. Uh, Mikhail Ishak will play with Lech Poznan this week away against uh, Hapoel Belsheva, a decisive match for the Polish side. In Israel, we will cover, of course, this match. Um, 
Actually, we are talking about the Swedish player, Swedish-born player, um, but his parents are immigrants from Syria. Um, unlike many of the Syrians you probably know, they are not Muslim Syrians, uh, not Arab. They are part of the uh, Assyrian community, which is some kind of, uh, I would say, local Middle Easterns that have bites of Christian influences. Uh, it's really interesting community. And he was born in the city of Sudetalia. Yes, I, I got hard uh, preparation with Swedish names. Uh, and this city is also the home of Asuriska, uh, the Assyrian club of Sweden. Uh, there is a large community of, uh, of Assyrians in Sweden. Assyriska is not the only club uh, in the country. There is a, a Syrianska also, and uh, there are many uh, small communities with their own uh, clubs in Sweden, like Darkud with the uh, immigrant from Kurdistan. Um, and yeah, they are emerging uh, players from this community all over mm -hmm. Sweden. Um, there, there is there is another famous player. At, we we spoke about some legendary players, Kennedy Bakircholu, the player who ooh. played for Ajax, Swedish national team, Twentenskede. He is also from the exact same city, from the exact same community. He also grew up in a city. You know, so it's kind of like the, the dots connect here. And, and Mikhail Ishak is doing very well for like Poznan. Maybe he can have yeah. a great career like, like Kennedy did. Yeah, but, but actually until the last, se last season, he, he left Sweden, played for a few interesting clubs, played for, for FC Köln, for St. Gallen, for Nuremberg, but didn't really made something impressive. Uh, in 2020, he signed for Lech Poznan. And in the last season, he was one of the key players. I think maybe the the most dominant player uh, when they run to win the championship, uh, scored 18 goals uh, in the league. Um, and he's also the one of the prolific scorers until now in the group stage. He scored three goals. Uh, he made great performance in the opening match against Villarreal. Uh, last week, he failed to score. Apol uh, and Lech Poznan made a goalless draw. Uh, and it will be interesting because if Lech Poznan are wishing to, to clinch their spot in the knockout stage, he will be probably the one to watch for. Uh, without him, uh, the Poles will be in huge trouble. Uh, they have another place to score, but if you, you are missing the goals of your leading player, uh, it will be much harder. Yeah, for sure. Also, Ishak was uh, very impressive in the qualifying rounds. We saw Lech Poznan. Uh, they started from one of the first qualifying rounds. They, they impressed there. Uh, so he scored a few goals. And, and now in the group stage, he scores even more. It shows you how much he improved. He, he, he got a call for the Swedish national team and played for them a few times. So... Uh, it's it's like a kind of a late bloomer uh, sort of situation for him because he's 29 now and uh, he is definitely one of the key players for, for Lek. And the game at Beresheva in Turner Stadium is, is going to be is big. Uh, we talked about this group, the matchup between these teams, how critical each game is uh, in the past. And 
after the draw in Poland. Now in, in Israel, it's going to be another big game. And uh, Lech cannot afford to lose. It, 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 it will cause troubles for them. Um, so we will see what will happen. It's a, it's a big game. Yeah, yeah, and in this group, we know that there is a trio, Apollo-Bersheva, Lech Poznan, and Austria-Vienna. VRL are way above these three. They are cruising. They're cruising. Like a submarine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Some kind of submarine. Uh, So we are keeping following uh, this this group. As I said, uh, we will have special coverage from the match on Thursday uh, from Beersheba following these two teams. But... This would not be our only coverage for you uh, this week. We'll follow this pick and other matches in this match day uh, in Babagol. Uh, we'll have our recap on Friday, summarizing the group, the best moments of match day four of the Europa uh, Conference League group stage. And, of course, we'll have more content in our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, from the Europa Conference League. And not only from uh, these competitions. We'll have more content from all over the world. So that is for uh, this week. Eden Roy Fab, thank you very much. Thanks, Yossi. It's been a pleasure. I'm Yossi Medina. We were conference called by Babagol, and we will be here. We're taking a short break because next week there are no matches, and we'll be here once again in two weeks with all the best from the Europe's best football competition. Until next time, keep football real.